Welcome to FNG Med's Winning MBA Admission Tips podcast. I'm Atul Jose. Today I cover 14 factors to consider before choosing an MBA program. Researching about top business schools should be the most important activity in your MBA application process. If you get this process right, then all your efforts in GMAT preparation, essay writing and editing, interview preparation, and coordinating recommendation letters will fall into place. In this deep dive into the factors to consider before choosing an MBA program, I cover number one, post MBA goal; number two, location; number three, duration; number four, culture; number five, feasibility; number six, ranking; number seven, curriculum and internship; number eight, experiential learning; number nine, class diversity; number ten, alumni network. Number eleven, post MBA salary and increase in salary. Number twelve, alumni feedback. Number thirteen, career service. Number fourteen, accreditation. So let's look at the first factor that is post MBA goal. Almost all of you want to change in job function, except those who are in finance. Some switch in the industry. Many want to try new geography and leverage the location's growth. While a few are interested in accelerating their understanding of an evolving industry or a new job function by taking advantage of the university's cutting-edge research in the specialization, whatever is your post-MBA goal, articulate it clearly for yourself, for your consultant, and capture the essence of the goal in your essays. The MBA consultant will help you customize the goal to fit the school's culture and expectation, but the clarity and the specifics of what you have done to reach this goal cannot be faked. If you want help with defining post MBA goals, shortlisting schools and developing a holistic plan to meet your MBA admission targets, subscribe to FNGMAT's career planning service at store.fngmat.com/career-planning. The second factor that you should consider is the location. At the start of the 2016 Republican presidency, the Higher education publications were on an overdrive, stating that the dominance of U.S. schools could come to an end. We had also experienced hesitations from Indian and Chinese applicants to consider the U.S. as a post-MBA location when the nationalistic tone of policymakers turned into steps to curb visas for legitimate international applicants. The fight back from Fortune 500 companies who recognized that. limiting talent by location is a sure way to worsen their intellectual property soon let to turn around to old ways it's no secret that indian tech companies take advantage of the us visa rules for h1b visas the the uproar of foreign talent taking over local talent led to fines and a few plugging of loopholes in visa rules but experts miss out on an interesting fact 55 to 70 percentage of top schools in the world are in the US the legitimate demand for quality education cannot be replaced by schools in Canada the UK France or Germany the closest competitors are chinese schools that have shown a resurgence in the latest ft ranking but the language barrier and cultural differences from the home country limit the influence of the schools another reason many of you should consider the post mba location is the quality of life Once you go beyond the holiday destinations in Europe and research seriously about countries with world-class universities and business schools, a few economies stand out. When you see the quality of life ranking of top economies with world-class universities, the ranking goes like this: number five, Australia; number seven, Germany; number fifteen, United States; number eighteen, Spain; 
number 20 Portugal, number 22 United Kingdom, number 23 Canada, number 26 France, number 30 Singapore. Despite an inefficient healthcare system, United States is ahead of Canada, the UK, France and Singapore by a big margin. Only Australia and Germany are ahead, but it is no match to the opportunities in consulting, technology and finance that the US offers. For the self-funder or those who are raising funds, be realistic about the return on investment. It would take at least three years to get an ROI on your MBA program. Another important factor when choosing the post-MBA location should be purchasing power. If you see the purchasing power parity ranking of top economies with world-class universities, the ranking goes like this. Number one, China. Number two, United States. Number three, India. Number five, Germany. Number nine, United Kingdom. Number 10, France. Number 17, Canada. And number 19, Australia. The UK, Canada and Australia are viable alternatives. Unfortunately, the purchasing power of the UK, number nine, Canada, number 17, or Australia, number 19, is no match for the US which ranks number 2. When top schools are mostly placing students in technology, consulting and finance, with consulting consistently leading, the language barrier becomes evident. No consulting office in France, Japan, Germany and Spain is going to recruit an international talent without meeting the local language requirements. The same challenge exists for those working in marketing, product management and operations. The interaction with local businesses and regulators while understanding the nuanced preferences of the locals is mandatory for meeting client requirements. Number 3. Duration the one-year versus two-year conundrum remains a conundrum for applicants from the military, career switchers from the creative or sports industries, and entrepreneurial applicants who fail or want to leverage the alumni network. For the rest of you, crossing the age of 30 or even 32, the one-year program is a better suited format. Pre-MBA salary influences the offers that you receive. Although an MBA has the best ROI compared to other master's programs, there are limitations for employers to offer an increase in salary that is proportional to your age or work experience. Schools in the US understand these limitations and choose candidates who are in the sweet spot that is the 27 to 29 range age group. For anyone older, it's a risk as almost all MBA rankings are based on increase in salary. While selecting a one-year versus two-year program, understand the school's perspective. It will help you set realistic expectations. If you want help with choosing an MBA program based on your profile, subscribe to FNGMAT's career planning service at store.fngmat.com career planning. The fourth factor that you have to consider is the culture. I have the fortune of placing applicants in some of the best schools and saw a clear difference in the traits that work for Wharton, Stanford, Chicago Booth, Harvard and MIT to name a few. I don't want to generalize and typecast each school on a public platform, but some of the observations about what matters to each school are interesting. Feel free to reach out to me through LinkedIn by searching Atul Jos, that is A-T-U-L, Jos, J-O-S-E, or you can use FNGMAT's contact form, that is store.fngmat.com slash contact hyphen FNGMAT to have an in-depth discussion about each school. The best way to understand the culture is by networking with alumni. Prepare early, be respectful of the alumni and listen. Many times the awkward silence is filled by the alumnus. 
the interesting perspective is unlikely to be found in any popular forums or blogs or analysis. This is where you must show your networking and conversational skills. Number five, feasibility. Feasibility is a tricky factor. There are consultants who do pre-interview to weed out less competitive applicants and then promote with slogans like 99% placement to top schools, while a few do take the risk of changing an applicant's life. We have supported diverse applicants over the past 13 years. Once you cross the GMAT and GPA median for your target business school, it's a matter of branding, storytelling, and understanding the essay structure. For US schools, there are limitations to accepting international applicants as the number has been consistently in the 25 to 35 percentage of the class size. This demographic also includes dual citizens and applicants with permanent residency. So for a truly international applicant with no connection with the US to stand out, the academic competence, experience and story element of the applications must align. Another limitation school face is the pre-MBA job function. Finance candidates are less likely to change functions. So is a management consultant. For the remaining 45 to 60 percentage of the applicants, the primary goal with an MBA is a change in function. Technology applicants want to get into product management. Many want to transition from subject matter expert to core finance functions while the allure of marketing fades away in favor of a measurable impact-oriented function like project management. Understanding the competition from your pre-MBA function should be the first feasibility study before you shortlist any schools. If you want to know how it is done, subscribe to FNGMAT's career planning service by visiting store.fngmat.com slash career hyphen planning. A less likely goal is a change in the industry. Switching them is not easy unless you are in a dying industry like oil and gas. When you explore the feasibility of entering an MBA class, find the pre-MBA industry representation of your target schools. The sixth factor that you should consider is ranking. MBA rankings from top publications like The Economist, Financial Times, US News and Business Week are great tools to compare business schools for recruiter reputation, alumni feedback, increase in salary and value for money. The methodologies used in each of the rankings might be completely different and sometimes are not based on the latest data. Some schools might share the latest data while others will share the data that are one to two years back. The Percentage response might also differ. In some, only 20 to 35 percentage of alumni will respond. The rest will not respond due to work schedules or dissatisfaction. It is tough to gauge the quality of an MBA program when there is no unified process or data to compare the response in surveys. The nature of the surveys follows the multiple choice format where the Alumni or recruiters are forced to pick program attributes based on limited options. Despite the deficiencies, averaging the MBA ranking will help you shortlist the top 10 MBA programs. The seventh factor that you should consider is the curriculum and internship. The goals essay or the YMBA essay require you to mention the electives, core and experiential learning elements of the MBA curriculum. Studying the MBA curriculum in detail will also help you explore the relevant courses for your post-MBA goals. Some applicants blindly assume that a school known for finance or marketing will continue to offer a large concentration of cutting-edge research and courses in the subject area. Despite the best research of the university, 
the core structure of the MBA program is customized according to the post MBA job market. We have seen many schools pivoting from finance schools to consulting school and then back to finance with the surge in demand for private equity and venture capital. A marketing school pivoting to consulting, a school known for placing MBAs to operations in automobile industry, pivoting to technology to accommodate the strategic value of technology development, and many consulting schools accommodating investment banking to reduce the risk of saturation in management consulting. Applicants must understand this dynamic before blindly following some urban legend about the school's reputation as a finance consulting or marketing school. The best place to explore is our post MBA salary analysis and placement trends section, which is at f1gmat.com slash MBA hyphen research hyphen articles. Recruiters value the job function at past work experience that is 61% of the recruiters, industry of past work experience that is 51% of the recruiters, years of pre-MBA work experience that is 44% of the recruiters, business school that is 36% of the recruiters and internship that is 27% of the recruiters. So your past work experience has the highest value. Since the majority of MBA applicants goal is to switch job functions or advance in their industry, the only factors that they can base their decision on are school's reputation and internship opportunity. For entering investment banking or any finance function, an internship is mandatory. Interestingly, our analysis shows that internship opportunity facilitated by candidates has lower conversion than school-initiated ones. Looking closely at school-initiated internship opportunities would help you shortlist schools where your post-MBA goals are likely to be achieved. The faculty, teaching methodology, and the relevance of the course for the recruiter's industry influence the school's reputation. When recruiters are aware that most of the courses are action-oriented and students get to apply what they have learned, they can overlook the pre-MBA job function and select students who have proven their expertise with real projects and internships. Number eight, experiential learning. The structure and relevance of experiential learning are more important than an experiential learning element in the curriculum as most schools follow a five-region formula. Latin America, Africa, China, Europe, and India. Pay close attention to the courses. If the schools have electives catering to the industry-specific and region-specific problems, the experiential learning would be relevant for candidates interested in management consulting. A niche category of schools take advantage of the host city, that is NYU Stone and Columbia taking advantage of New York, HEC Paris for Paris, SDA Bocconi for Milan, and Stanford for Silicon Valley. The courses, speaker series, and industry visits would be structured around the city's strengths. For applicants with specific goals to enter an industry, leveraging the school's experiential learning in a host city known for the industry would offer the best value. A few rare schools approach experiential learning holistically. NYU Stern's Doing Business in Electives cover 22 countries Kellogg's seven global initiatives in management, Yale's 14 international courses with the Global Network for Advanced Management, Darden's 11 destinations experiential learning while offering a dedicated scholarship, the Baton Worldwide Scholarship for all full-time MBA students, IESE's capstone project with the option to choose from 55 countries are some unique initiatives among the world's best MBA programs. Number nine, class diversity. Business schools value diversity. It influences the classroom experience, post-MBA employment trends, and expands the reach of the business school. 
For students, the unique class composition is an opportunity to interact with students from different cultures, experiences, industries, and job functions. Experiences from your classmates can teach you about scenarios that you have never imagined. Also, the connections open opportunities in new geographies and niche functions. In many cases, peers join the startup board or support the candidates through their entrepreneurial journey as an investor. More than diversity based on nationality, look at diversity in experience. Often, alumni have cited how they have learned more from their classmates than from the professors through case discussions and group tasks. With such interactions, students are exposed to a wide range of opinions, experiences, and perspectives. That can only be deeper if it comes from a qualified and diverse class. This is an advantage that top business schools have. Since the selection process is stringent, the admissions team ensures that the class is composed of a diverse cross-section culturally and professionally. Number 10. Alumni Network More than the size of the alumni network, the approachability of the alumni will influence your ability to find new opportunities through the network. This factor should always be kept in mind when you see stats like 40,000 plus alumni network. Also, when business schools mention the size of the alumni network, it is not limited to the MBA program. It can also include other programs. While researching the network, find the reach of the alumni geographically. If your post-MBA goal is to get into your marketing lead position in Spain, then it is important to research how active the alumni network is in Spain. Can you get in touch with them easily? What are the tools that business schools offer to contact the alumni? Is there privileged access to the alumni's database? Most top schools offer portals to log in and contact alumni. The networking opportunities are not limited to database access. Several schools conduct events and speaker series in association with the alumni network. The event section of the business school would offer several clues on the influence of alumni. The more involved the alumni, the better would be the ROI. The Tribal instinct to recruit a candidate from the alma mater or facilitate a meeting with a client or key decision maker work in favor of the candidate during the job search and closing deals. Number 11, post-MBA salary and increase in salary. Post-MBA salary and increase in salary are two metrics that MBA applicants should research. The increase in salary is a vanity metric. Convert the income using a purchasing power parity or PPP calculator. If you're earning, let's say, INR 25 lakhs in India and your target schools are in the US and UK, find the equivalent salary in USD and GBP respectively. Once the salary is converted to the host country's currency, calculate the increase in salary with the formula increase in salary equals to post-MBA salary minus pre-MBA salary in your local currency plus the opportunity cost. The 110 or 140 percentage increase in salary for most will turn into a realistic percentage like somewhere between 40 to 65 percentage increase in salary when you consider the purchasing power parity index. US candidates typically earn 40 to 65 percentage more than their pre-MBA salary. It's highly dependent on the post-MBA function as management consulting offers in top schools have a $165,000 median base salary. Finance has a $150,000 median base salary. Investment banking has a $150,000 to $175,000 median base salary range. Private equity has a $160,000 to $170,000 median base salary. Product management has a $130,000 to $140,000 median base salary. Marketing has a $130,000 to $150,000 median base salary. And general management has a $140,000 to $150,000 median base salary range. Once you know the range for the best schools, that is the top 20, 
it becomes easier to set the right expectations. Number 12, alumni feedback. The most important factor that you must consider while doing business school research is alumni feedback. Preferably someone who has graduated from the school in the past two to three years. When you contact alumni, get in touch with MBAs from a similar background or nationality. If you are an international student, visa restrictions and language barriers will affect the post-MBA job opportunities. Understanding the challenges that MBAs from your country face, their personal preferences and circumstances would help you set realistic expectations and evaluate the MBA program accurately. One person who switched to management consulting found opportunities in Germany despite most of his peers getting placed in the US. His pre-MBA experience in the automotive industry in Germany was a factor that influenced the placement. Now, if the applicant explores the career choices without understanding the unique circumstances, the conclusion will be flawed. Current students and recent alumni would be too short-sighted to give you a perspective on the impact of the MBA program. However, current students would be a great resource to get an insider view of the classroom experience, the reputation of the school among peers, and to find strategies for converting an internship to a full-time offer. Recent alumni, that is one to two years, can share what they are immediately able to achieve with an MBA, like networking opportunities, job offers, and salary increase. This insight is useful and offers a snap of the resilience of the MBA brand during a crisis, especially during a pandemic, financial or geopolitical disruption. Number 13, career service. Career service team plays a critical role in networking and building relationship with recruiters around the world. Don't forget to search for the career service section in our post-MBA placement trends and salary analysis at fngmat.com slash MBA hyphen research hyphen articles. If they do not have any statistics on recruitment, that is list of recruiters, industry, job function, and worst, no salary or bonus data, be suspicious about the school's ability to help you reach your post-MBA goals. Services like interview etiquette training are important, but look for the job offers that came through the career service team. This indicates the team's effectiveness in placing candidates. If more than 60% of the job offers came through the career service, then you can be confident about the ability of the school to facilitate the job search process. But realistically, the onus is on the student to find a job through the alumni network or leverage the career service center. That is why you won't see great numbers for Harvard and Stanford MBA. The kind of applicants the two programs attract don't typically follow the lead of the career service team. They're connected and self-driven. The 14th and the last factor that you must consider is the accreditation. Although triple accreditation is an overhyped concept mostly used by European business schools to differentiate from Asian, Australian and US business schools having at least one accreditation that is AACSB, AMBA or Equus is a seal of approval and shows that the business school has taken the effort to follow the best practices and standards that the accrediting bodies demand. Also, international recruiters, mostly in Asia and the Middle East, value a business school with accreditation over the one without any. If you analyze the top 100 MBA with accreditation, it shows that most top US business schools are only ASCSB accredited. When you compare accredited schools, the number of accreditation should not play a role in selecting one over the other. Sure, the school has made an effort to comply with the standards of multiple accrediting bodies, but it does not necessarily mean that the learning experience and post-MBA opportunities will be better with multiple accreditations. 
Hope you got great value from my analysis. You can contact me Atul Jos A T U L Jos J O S E on LinkedIn or through FNG Match contact form that is store.fngmat.com/contact-fngmat